lovely stuff a podcast to distract us from bad news to engage our brain box and think about good times during lockdown each episode I'll ask a friend about the first single they bought a film that means a lot to them and where they're going to go when it all blows over hope you're doing okay I've had a pretty great weekend really um, I was able to go up to visit my family in Suffolk, and which I hadn't seen my parents for ooh, since February, I think. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, we were able to spend some time together outside. Fortunately, the weather was nice. Had a little picnic, had a little barbecue. It was pretty great. So yeah, that was delightful. Looking forward to going on holiday next week, going down to Devon for a little surf camping trip. So that'll be great as well. Just everything is great. This episode is with Heidi. I knew before I recorded it it was going to be an absolute belter. And it was a lot of fun. We're a similar sort of age, uh, so we've got some, some childhood memories in common. Uh, yeah, it was really good. Hope you enjoy it. See you at the end. Hello there. Hello. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh, in the kitchen. Nice. Yeah, relegated to the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> you had a good day? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. Working most of the day. Um, but Isaac now goes to Mika's on a Friday. Ah, uh, bonus part of our bubble which has been amazing can actually concentrate on stuff yeah I bet I was going to ask if you like had to just give up on the idea of working <laughs> no well yeah it's been pretty awful just trying to squeeze it into his nap times it's like normally I do two and a half days but I've just been squeezing it in like whenever <laughs> I have a second and it feels like it's taken over my life but um, yeah now that Mika's back involved it gives me a bit more uh, routine which is yeah. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> just like yeah. frantic typing during those nap times. Yeah, pretty much. Wait, he's waking up again by the keyboard. <laughs> and I'm like, can't believe they're awake again already. <sighs> it's been like an hour and a half. But how was your day? Yeah, it's good. So yeah, we're just a ministry uh, on and off for the day, really. So started early and then had the group. And yeah, there's groups every, all, all day on a Friday, but it's it's like it's, it's getting fewer and fewer people out really <laughs> just because Ooh. people are like maybe feel like I've got much to offer but um yeah still good is the hardcore is me Glenn and Simone like or, or every week it'll at least be us out for the whole day so Although to, the, yes. at, at the four o'clock group we had to run some errands uh and I was and I normally open up the meeting for Simon because he normally takes a group but I, I haven't shown him how to log in yet um, and I was like, we're still out. We were walking, walking the dog. 
So I like started the meeting while I was driving, while like, you know, just when I got in the car. So like he comes onto the call like dead on four and I'm just like driving like, hello. <laughs> on the dash. <laughs> so we like, we like just carried on like commenting like while we're driving home and then got home just as uh, as we started actually doing ministry. So that's cool. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I've no, I don't think I've joined a Friday one. That's really bad. The whole lockdown. Yeah, Friday's pretty good. Like, and we started doing the breakouts in the morning now. So that's like hopefully the most productive ministry group. Yeah, my dad was saying that was really good, actually. Yeah, it's good. All good. Well, I feel a bit rusty because I haven't actually recorded an episode for don't know how long. I was trying to when you um, sent me these questions, I like wrote down some stuff. It's so <laughs> long ago now. I'm like, what did I, what did I say? <laughs> yeah, I was, um, can't remember what the last one was recorded. Just been a bit slack. I think I don't know if you found it. I suppose you got like much more pressure just from family life and work life and that but I feel like further into it the further into lockdown now the harder it is to get motivated for things that you need to do mm-hmm. like the, obviously the basic stuff go to work the spiritual things but like this was a this is a fun hobby but I've also been like oh man just not much I sat down like to start my public talk on Thursday mm-hmm. I had the whole day off and I like got so little done because I was just like I don't know just those like bigger projects are just yeah i think it's definitely easier at the moment to check so we've got like i've got a list of things always that like oh, i need to do this and i need to do that but it's always like oh, i'll just watch a bit of tv yeah <laughs> yep. first choice yeah i've got back into gaming which is probably my biggest problem <laughs> got this got this new laptop with the uh the the official reason is because my lap the old one kept crashing uh, when we're doing a Zoom and stuff. And that is legit, that was happening. <laughs> I was like, I need to replace it. But then replace it with a gaming laptop. <laughs> Which has unlocked all, all kinds of other problems. I think Sashan needs a a gaming laptop. Because what they use for AutoCAD is the graphics. Yeah, that's it. You need a good graphic card. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'll I think. Next, and then it will have to like, load, start gaming. <laughs> How's that project getting on? Well, what depends on <laughs> Yeah, it's the danger. That's it. All right. So, um, what would you like uh, for to have as a drink before we get started? Um, I'm a pina colada kind of girl. When you know, I've got free reign. <laughs> I don't reckon I've had one for ages, though. Yeah, nice pina colada, nice holiday drink. I tend to, I don't really like the taste of alcohol. Mm. So anything that's like pretty disguised and fruity is great. Yeah. yeah. But I will always order a water as well. Whatever <laughs> drink I have. Do you, do you actually dilute it or is it like one? No, 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 no. As in I have one drink for the thirst okay. and one for the taste. It's very sensible. <laughs> Especially with the cocktail because like they're so tasty, but you're having it in a hot country most of the time. And there's a tendency just to chug it back. Yeah. And with a beer, you can afford to because it's not that strong mm. and it's quite cheap. But cocktails, like, regret central. Always. When we, if we go out for, like, to a restaurant or whatever, Sean will always order a cider or whatever, and he'll just down it because he's thirsty. I'm like, we need to just start ordering <laughs> water for, yeah. <laughs> for the best. And yeah. then, yeah. Nice. But you, so you generally you don't really drink 
socially? No. A bit, maybe a rum and coke sometimes. We've got Sean's family around particularly, but yeah, otherwise I'm just, my taste buds have never matured enough. <laughs> don't, I like can't stand wine or Prosecco or beer. I don't mind one of the fruity ciders, you know, like the Copperberg. Yeah. The raspberry ones or whatever they do. They're nice, but yeah, just don't really enjoy it. Yeah, it's fair enough. I think um, there's still a lot that I don't like. I don't really go for wine. Um, I don't mind a don't mind a sparkling, like a prosecco or something. I wouldn't choose it, but like if you know, sometimes you go somewhere and just give you yeah, a yeah. little aperitif and go for that. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe it is. I do, I do understand not liking the taste of alcohol itself because it's, it's quite just, yeah 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 I. Yeah, I don't know if it's one of those things because t- my mum always says, "Oh, maybe we'll like it one day." Because Tony <laughs> apparently didn't drink wine until her thirties, and now she like really enjoys wine. When did she meet Barry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, actually, <laughs> <laughs> now it's enjoyed all it or ne- enjoyed it or needed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but Sarah doesn't either. No, fun, isn't it? Yeah. Do you remember? Like, was there much of a like? attempt of an introduction in your teenage years or anything like that or did yeah i remember always trying it even when i was a kid and like sipping my mum and dad's wine and always just being like oh it's disgusting <laughs> how can you drink this and yeah it's just it's never changed for me would yeah other than like having a malibu and coke or something or you know the like wkds or the stuff you have when you're like <laughs> going to parties and stuff but because I only ever like that because it doesn't, you can't really taste the alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So it's not, it's just the not enjoying the taste. It's not, not as a result of a bad experience. No, no. Well, no. Uh. <laughs> Maybe in one incident <laughs> where, yeah, that was not a good time. In the teen years, and I was like, I'm never going to drink again. And then I never really did. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So I don't, I don't like the taste, and I hate the way it makes me feel. I know some people are like, oh, I like a drink. It helps me relax. I just, I feel like. It. So we went to a wedding a while ago, and um, oh, yeah. <laughs> one of the yeah, and one of the family was like, oh, it was an open bar, which was you know very generous. And one of the family, I said, what do you want? And I was like, oh, I'll have a rum and coke. But it was like a double shot of rum, and having just arrived, I was like ended up pretty much downing it like it was normal coke and i felt so dizzy like lucy had to help me to the toilet like it was <laughs> until i ate something and calmed down it was ridiculous because i never drink yeah yeah it hit me like a so yeah i also don't like the way it makes me feel <laughs> well then you know, people do this <laughs> you really uh really sold it for yourself haven't you <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you sealed the deal no, yeah, it's fair enough. It's funny. I think, like, think as a a default, people just assume that I would like have quite quite a high tolerance of alcohol just because I'm big. But I think, I don't know, for some reason, it's the opposite. If I haven't eaten anything, mm. like literally, like one beer, and it's like party time. <laughs> Especially, I don't know, like, yeah, if if it's been a busy day, like, I guess it's all to do with your metabolism as well, isn't it? If you've, um, yeah. Your body just soaks up whatever you eat or drink first. So, so what are you drinking now? What do you? What's your drink of choice? Uh, ale most of the time. 
uh, yeah, at the moment I've just got, is it, I got into this uh, um, like ale membership club thing at the oh. moment just because you can't go, can't go out drinking. So they just send you a selection of things from around the world, different, different drinks. I do quite like the modern trend of IPAs, which is like the really craft beer, hoppy stuff. But yeah, don't mind uh, some kind of stouts and porters as well, which are like the, like, as a basic example, we have Guinness, like, so, you know, it's sort of a really dark, heavy. Mm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, normally something a bit lighter. It's a bit of a summer ale. Go down a treat, really. Yeah. I used to just drink like really basic lager. That was it. I was, I was happy with that. Nothing, anything more than that, I was like, no, this is too, this is too much flavor. <laughs> um, but yeah, now I can't, can't really stand lager. Smell of it. it kind of reminds me of like going for family walks when I was young and then we'd end up like at a pub and my dad would get a beer that smell of it I like the smell of it kind of is a bit nostalgic for me yeah being like a kid and having a packet of crisps in the pub with a coke and <laughs> just smelling smelling beer <laughs> yeah <laughs> one of my most legendary memories of your dad is when we went for Stan and Stag do. you know we went go-karting and your dad like got I don't know if it was like going around the track or the fumes or whatever it was, it was indoor karting. He he felt really sick. Oh, yeah. I remember I remember him like yeah. After we'd done it, it was like oh I just feel don't feel great. And we drove back to Coulston to go for a curry up at Old Coulston, and he got out of the car and he was like oh, I really don't feel good. I'm just going to go for a walk around the park. And then <laughs> and he was sick in the park because he was just oh, like, too much Literally within 10 minutes, he was having a pint. <laughs> right, that's out, that's out of the way. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me, I think it was a different time when he went go-karting and he'd, I don't think he'd ever done it before and he pulled out the wrong way into the track. <laughs> wow. But I was there, so obviously it wasn't Stanis Stagdu, so, but it was like my heart was in my mouth. So he's going to die. Wow. <laughs> How do you even manage that? Well, he just turned right. I think he wasn't watching or he was one of the first out or I don't know, he wasn't watching the current <laughs> front. And he just goes to come out of the pit or whatever it's called and he turned right instead of let, oh, I don't know. Wow. Oh, man. That is terrifying. Lesson. Keefe, what a guy. What a legend. <laughs> Yeah, that was so funny. That I was like, fair play, mate. You know, just you got it out of your system. Just get straight back to business. <laughs> so good. Brilliant. What a legend. Cool. Wow, pina colada. It's a popular choice. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I have good heard one. a couple of people say it. It's a, it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Even if it does make you feel wiggly. <laughs> Here's the general picture. <laughs> Best review of alcohol ever. So good. <laughs> I don't think I've heard her one yet. I'm gonna have to make make a concerted effort to listen to that one just for that. Good. Yeah. So, what's the first film you remember seeing? Um, I had to think quite hard. I think it was The Little Princess. Okay. And I like. I definitely remember going to see that at the cinema. And when I looked it up, I think I must have been about five. Um, and I went with my mum and Tony and another girl from the, who was in the congregation at the time. And I think her name, Stephanie, Catherine, I think her name was, I can't <laughs> yeah, something like that. And they took us and it was 
yeah, it was amazing. It was so my mum used to read me the book. Oh yeah. To sleep. So then it was like really amazing to be able to go and watch the movie. I remember feeling really grown up, which is why it was weird to then look it up and realize I was like five. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the cinema in Purley. Oh, what a story of house. What is now a story of house. Yes. Yeah. Uh, cool. And we used to like walk down the steps as you came out. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah, I remember that. I'm just looking at the front cover. I do remember. I don't. I don't think I would have seen it, but I feel like it was probably on trailers on videos mm. for films of a similar era, '95. Yeah. I felt it, when I was, I was thinking I'd like to watch it again, actually. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's really polarizing, isn't it? When you have when you read a book of something which you really love, and then you see it in film form. Mm. sometimes it can be like wow like it's bringing it to life other times like well that was disappointing it's a massive letdown yeah Yeah. although i think you're probably more aware of that as you get older like as you're a kid you're probably like just happy to watch anything (laughs) within reason yeah cool yeah good movie yeah so what was uh what was cinema like then were you did you go very often or is it like a super I, treat? I, I don't think so. I think it was quite a treat, particularly because it's quite an age gap between me, Sarah and Jonathan, probably finding a film that mm. we would go to as a family and all enjoy is probably quite rare, which I guess is why I just went with mum and Tony. But like, I don't really remember many other times doing that. I do remember, I, I didn't look it up, but The Borrowers or one of the borrower yes. films came out when I was quite young. I, I remember mum and dad taking me, but I think that was to the Sun or Epsom Cinema. Um, yeah, I don't know what year that was, but I remember that. I'm pretty sure The Little Princess came out before that. I think I was Yeah, Borrowers, if it's the one with John Goodman in, uh, that was in 97. That, oh, yeah, so I was like was eight. Sort of, yeah, that was a big, it's still a British, British film. Yeah. Um, Hugh Laurie in it. Uh, John Goodman, yeah, I remember that. But no, I don't think we went a lot. It was like a, you know, it was quite a thing to go to the cinema. Yeah, I don't, I don't really remember. Do you, what was your, what was your, uh, even though it was rare, like were you allowed to have like any snacks and stuff there you wanted, or was it take your own job? No, my my mum's a very much take your own, yeah, kind of jobby. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't really remember getting popcorn. In fact, I remember going to see, when I was a lot older, um, Andrea's auntie took us to see Moulin Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> Not knowing, like, what it was or anything. I just, like, went. And, um, and like, I'm pretty sure that was, like, one of the first times, I don't know when, again, when that came out, but buying popcorn in the cinema rather than just, like, a bag that you buy at the supermarket. Yeah. And then, like, nearly choking on it in the cinema. <laughs> Not an experienced popcorn eater. <laughs> How do I even popcorn? That was 2001. So you're 11. Wow, it's quite yeah. racy for an 11 year old. What a rating is, actually. Is it even a. Yeah, Probably a 12. Maybe I was 12. Maybe that's why you went with her auntie. Oh. Oh, it might have been a 12A by that point. Maybe. P- yeah, it's PG 13. Okay. For sexual content. 
<laughs> yeah, I think like getting even now, like seeing a, cinema, a box of popcorn at the cinema is like it's not right that it's so big. <laughs> it's like I know popcorn's like mostly air, but even so, it's like you shouldn't be able to consume that much popcorn in one yeah. go. Like hardly anyone does. It's like so oh, much. Tishan can. It's normally gone by before the movie starts, like just in the trailers. <laughs> the whole thing will be gone. <laughs> oh, winner. I feel like he goes big. Yeah, like, always. Yeah, get some sort of combo meal. Oh, that pricing, like you obviously oh, I get whatever, it, a large for £10 and an extra yeah. large for £10.50. It's like, yeah. well, always yeah, for yeah. £10.50. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> These are the things you're allowed to enjoy as an adult. I'm just thinking yeah. about it. It's like my, my uh, ethos. Well, my ethos up until lockdown was that I have enough money to buy as much popcorn as I want, but don't. Sorry, no, not popcorn, pick and mix. That was my uh, my sign of maturity. However, <laughs> during lockdown, <laughs> I found a website where you can buy <laughs> pot of pick and mix by the kilo. And I've had a whole lot of popcorn, <laughs> a whole lot of pick and mix during lockdown. Oh, pick and mix. Yeah. See, great. sometimes we were going to get pick and mix after school from Woolworths. Yes. In that was course. a good pick and mix. Yeah, yes. it's where the Tesco is now, isn't it? That yeah. Was Woolworths, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That was great. Oh, I used to love Woolworths. It's a great shop. All the stationery and pick and mix and like CDs and stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's just great. Yeah. What well, is nothing that has replaced it? No. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's the whole, the whole combo. R.I.P. Woolworths. <laughs> What's the first single or album you remember buying? And was it from Woolworths? Um, this is a bit sad. I can't remember. Um, album, I think it was probably one of the Now albums. Um, but I think because obviously Sarah and Jonathan being quite a bit older than me, they would buy loads of music and then I'd just listen to that. I like yeah. didn't really find my own thing for until I was pretty quite a bit older and then it was like iTunes and then I can't really remember what I like I spent hundreds of pounds on iTunes <laughs> like all the money I had working at Godston Farm where I earned like 50p a week I would just spend it on iTunes songs. Amazing. <laughs> um, so yeah probably one of the now albums I just used to nick their stuff up stuff otherwise so I can't remember a specific I do remember an album that I definitely bought and I did look up the year the other day. I can't, I can't remember what it was. And it was music. Um, it was a music soul child album. Okay. So we went to, I think it was Paul and Sharon's wedding. And that was the first time I met Garfield and Lindsay. Yeah. Hunt. And um, so Garfield was pretty good friends with Jonathan and stuff. And I just thought they were so cool. And they were like dancing at the wedding and stuff. And then. Jonathan was like, oh, Heidi really likes like hip hop and R&B. And, and, and so Garfield like started quizzing me on my music taste. And he was like, right, you've got to get them. this music soul child album. I just want to, oh, what's it called? And I remember going out and buying it just because I thought, right, wow, he's so cool. Like, I've got to get into whatever he's like recommending. <laughs> oh, he'll, he'll love to hear that. <laughs> <make Yeah>. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that was probably the first album purchase I specifically remember buying myself with my own money. Oh, let me look it up. What was it called? What, when do you reckon it was? Like two I reckon I was about 
13. When okay, 2003, Soul Star. I just want to sing. 2000. Oh, so it, the album came out in 2000, but it might have been a couple of years after that that I bought it. Okay. I reckon I was about 13, 14 when I bought that. <laughs> How long have they been married? I don't know. Paul and Sharon. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't I feel like I was young. I'm pretty sure I had braces, so I was probably like 13 or 14. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Like, we're, we're so close in age, but like, I feel like iTunes didn't come to me until I was like an adult. Oh, really? Maybe oh, I was like, a bit more straight laced. I was like illegally downloading music at that point. Oh, what was the one called beginning with a W? Uh, a program that used to download stuff. That you should, I can't remember what that was called. Uh, it was Kazar. And then, what, like you download it without paying for it, you mean? Yeah. It wasn't uh, Kazar. Uh, it was called something else. It was Bear Share. Uh, oh, I can't remember now. Maybe it was because I don't know. But then my dad's computer like imploded and <laughs> me. <laughs> as a direct result, probably. <laughs> um, and we got iTunes. I'm sure. When did iTunes come out? I mean, yeah, it's probably probably a long time. Like ago. I remember my mum and dad bought me a Nano, and that was like amazing. But yeah. I don't know what how old I would have been. Yeah, I felt like I was like 16 because I used to listen to it on the way to sixth form. Okay. So like between 16 and 18, there was a lot of iTunes downloading. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I feel like by that age, I was starting to pay for music. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. It was like, I would buy, obviously the first few albums I bought like, because that was pre-internet or pre-broadband pre, uh, anyway. Uh, iTunes started in 2001. So yeah, it's been around a long time. Oh, wow. Cool. So yeah. would you say what your siblings listened to got sort of shaped what you then went on to listen to? Or is it a bit like you just... Yeah, listened, probably uh, particularly Jonathan. Mm. Um, but yeah, I guess it is a mixture. Um, Sarah's like quite pop, pop princess. Yeah. Um, whereas Jonathan got quite heavily into like hip hop and rap and... Me. and I really liked that and then now I'm probably somewhere in the middle it's like I quite like pop that airs on the side of I like a bit of everything yeah um and I quite like like I like Turkish music it, like my if you look on my iTunes it's like very international <laughs> <laughs> um a lot of reggaeton love a bit of reggaeton um yeah yeah, they definitely influenced me quite a lot, I think. Cool. And then yeah. Friends. Well, no, maybe not so much Friends. Yeah, Jonathan definitely had a big influence on me when I was young. I can't remember if I, if I sent it to you, but I dug out the, um, the video of you and Michelle doing your dance routine <laughs> at the uh, congregation party. Yeah, I think it's on my Facebook. Is it? I found. should uh, announce that. Someone's going to find it. Oh, no. Yeah, I I was like looking at my old hard drive and I got like all our old photos and I had an album of stuff from that party, like photos and that, and there was yeah the video. But although my favorite, my personal highlight of it was Aaron, fat Aaron and fat Harvey at the side like clapping along. <laughs> well, I need to see your version. I don't know who filmed the version I had, but it doesn't really show the crowd very much because I always want to see everyone. I, just, oh, I think it just pans to them. At the start, like from oh, the okay. them, so it's not a lot, but it's just um, yeah, yeah. I'll send it to you. It's brilliant. So yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Oh, Michelle. Yeah. So me and Michelle had quite similar 
music taste, I think. Yeah. I remember you two and Joe as well, I think, that you were doing like street dance classes on a Monday night. <laughs> yes. Remember? Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> we used to go on the bus and then Joe passed his test and then we all nearly died every week in his car on the way there. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was good. <laughs> and Alex Menhennet. And I think. Um, yes. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> That was so odd that we did that, but it was great. It was such good exercise. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> we all thought we were really cool and just looking back. <laughs> yeah. You start it again. I'm sure you get some people. I mean, Rachel uh, does a bit of street dance, apparently. Rachel's great. Yeah. Great, great at dancing. Yeah. Remember Rachel. one of Liv's parties and Rachel was getting down and I was like, yes. <laughs> this is my woman. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so, this is very, very rude for me to, you know, offer you a drink and not a snack to go along with it. I'm really sorry about that. What would you like? We've got anything oh. on offer in here? Anything? <laughs> I think you know that, you know, it's got to be nachos. Yes, please. But they have to be layered correctly. Yes. Not just the nachos piled with all the stuff on top. There's got to be multiple layers so that there's even spreadage of cheese and salsa and they've got to be done right do you have a system yeah i mean when i'm at home and i don't have like all the proper ingredients it just involves like <laughs> i know what you're gonna say not that <laughs> just like uh you know tortilla, <sighs> some ketchup sprinkled and cheddar cheese and then maybe some jalapenos we've got them nice um and then repeat the layers okay okay yeah that's a good system actually yeah just to so you don't overload because yeah. you can end up getting soggy otherwise can't you yeah and then it's all uneven and no you've got to yeah repeat repeat the layers yeah. and then don't often have sour cream it's quite often used like mm. greek yogurt or something as a little it's yeah. yeah. all good it's just a little palate cleanser isn't it yeah anything yeah. with a bit of cheese to be fair <laughs> Give that yeah yeah i mean i think you should give a honorable mention to your emergency nachos though there's one time people one time. <laughs> i mean you can make nachos out of any crisps i have also done it so i've done it with pringles i think that's what we're alluding to yeah. um but i'm pretty sure i've tried it with hula hoops but like <laughs> or crushing them in half crush crush hula hoops <sighs> the like yeah desperate times those were yeah. um but yeah, Pringles was it was pretty good actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not bad at all. That's, also, that's probably some sort of lesson in not overloading the uh, salsa because if you did, I mean, they would have no integrity. Oh no! So that's probably quite a quite a good way of learning the way of the nachos. <laughs> that's why the uh, ketchup. Some people are probably mortified by this. That's why the ketchup works quite well because you just do a quick, you know. Yeah, a little yazoo. Without just like dumping a load of salsa on, and then yeah. it's you just get that little bit of zing, but yeah. without being too soggified and yeah, yeah it's great i actually quite enjoy uh it's like one of my one of my my things i like to do around the country and maybe even around the world is to try different <laughs> different takes on nachos so oh. if, I, if i'm in a pub or a restaurant and i feel like this place might have something special to offer just go for a nachos sharer as a main just see what see what it has to offer, yeah. and it's yielded some pretty good results, I have to say. 
there's one place in particular I remember that were like really thick, chunky, homemade nachos. They almost had a bit of like softness to them, but in a like in a mm. fresh way. Because you know they're like deep fried, supposed to be anyway. They're often just baked, aren't they? But yeah, almost like a wedge, not like tortilla crisp. Yeah. So I didn't realise because I'm dense that it is like a wrap tortilla, like baked or fried. Yeah. Just so they must have been quite thick, <laughs> thick tortilla bread. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty special. Yeah, and it was also it had like a real build up of jalapeno as well, where it was like each jalapeno individually wasn't too spicy, but over time it was that spice that built to like feeling like you're on drugs. <laughs> It's like that heat that just rises and it's like feeling slightly spaced out. It's pretty great. Did you try, did, did they do them when you, did you go to Texas? Is that where you went? No, no. we went, the further south we went is Virginia. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I didn't, we did go to a, a Mexican place uh, in Chattanooga. In Chattanooga? Yeah, I'm sure it's Chattanooga. Um, yeah, it was good. It was, it was a bit more kind of hipster style. So it wasn't yeah. it wasn't traditional. When we went to New York, we went it was raining really hard one day and we kind of ended up just choosing this place because of the rain. But it was like a very authentic Mexican place. And it was like taught it was like their version of nachos, but it was actually very authentic, like okay. the kind of nachos you would have in Mexico, which are nothing like what we have. So it's like oh, really? actually disappointed, although they're very <laughs> authentic and that's how this was to be done. Well, thanks for this. <laughs> yeah, Tex-Mex, that's yeah. what <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's what we get accustomed to, isn't it? Oh, we like to try different cuisines, but actually, we like the Americanized version. <laughs> yeah. Of all. yeah. That is uh, a, a fine choice. I'm, I'm with you on that one. I'm going to jump into that nacho heap. Yes. I think we nearly got all the stuff. The only thing I haven't currently got, we're talking about this after the meeting yesterday, because George Ekmeyer just went and made nachos straight after the meeting, which is, is a tradition. And I was like, uh, I could do that, but I don't have any cheddar, so I'd have to do it with brie. Not sure how that would turn out. It'd probably be all right. If you cut the rind off, it'd probably be all right. It'd probably melt up quite yeah. nice, actually. You might be onto something. Yeah. Oh, and also, do you just whack them in the microwave, or have you got the patience for the oven? No, no, microwave. Okay. Yeah. So you're always going to have a bit of stubbiness anyway, then. Yeah, but I don't mind that. I mean, yeah, I suppose the grill or is sort of the idea where you get that slightly mm-hmm. slight burn to the cheese on the very uppermost layer but yes, yes. yeah no patience just just my microwave generally that is it i want i think that uh that slightly burnt effect is is great on most things like i don't mind a bit of a burnt top of a cake uh and i love a pasta bake all day long as opposed yeah. to just a pasta have you crushed either tortilla crisps or Pringles and then sprinkled them on the pasta bake and then grilled it? Oh. Full advocate of crushing the Dorito on anything. Yes. Chili. Yeah. In the fajitas. People don't understand. It's all Anything tomato-based, especially. Yeah. It's all about a texture sensation. I think yeah. pizza is the next thing. <laughs> I think that's why I'm not such a big fan of casserole because everything is the same texture. Yeah, mush. Like, you need some contrast in that texture. Yeah, yeah. yeah give mm. me some crunch. Maybe yeah. we could, like, do, like, a, a casserole crumble. 
Imagine that. Imagine that. Just a bit of crushed biscuit or breadcrumb over the top, a bit of cheese on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get your going, Blazers. <laughs> All right. Get some nachos. What song reminds you of a teenage crush? <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, Crazy by Niles Barkley. What a tune. <laughs> and Jose Gonzalez, Heartbeats. Weirdly. Nice. Um, not really associated with like a particular person or feeling. It was just... I used to like talk on MSN to boys sometimes. Sorry, mum. Um, uh, <laughs> and those were like always seemed to be the songs that would be I remember most playing yep. while I was like chatting online. Amazing. Yeah, those were the two that like came to my attention. Jose Gonzalez. I just remember liking the song off the Dulux Bouncy Balls advert. <laughs> was that what it's from? Or was that yeah. the original? Or was that his version? I think, no, that's his version on, in the, on the Dulux ad. I don't know if he did the song originally. It might be someone else. No, no, the original was by a band called The Knife. Okay. Like a, it's good. You probably would have heard it. It's like a real electro, electro version. It's got steel drums in it. Oh. <laughs> good song. Classic. Yeah, I remember. I'm trying to think. I've got, I feel like I've got some memories associated with Crazy. I can't think. 2006. Oh, sounds quite old. Yeah. What? 16, 17. Yeah. Yeah. MSN, though. Classic. That's how I learned to touch type. Same, mate. Absolutely. I do, did you transition from, like, text speech to full English? Yeah. I remember that. I was, like, literally with my, with my girls on MSN. I was like, right, today's the day. I'm going to type in full English. going to lose the U R for your... No more of that. No, no da anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They used to probably take more effort to work out than just typing normal. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Speak. I need to know whether this was just a regional thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but did you have a webcam? E not until Jonathan started dating Susie, courting Susie. Okay. <laughs> when she was still living in Czech Republic. And so obviously they, he bought a webcam and then I had a, we had a webcam. But before that, I don't think we did. Because I just remember girls like, would, like you'd be talking to them, they'd put their webcam on, but like it would literally be, you'd still be typing and it'd be no, you wouldn't have the sound on and it'd just be like really emo, like, like no, no emotion at all. Like, but would have their webcam on set to black and white. <laughs> no. <laughs> a real thing. It's like, but nobody else knows what I'm talking about. I really remember my friends having webcams either. Good. I don't know, maybe it was just the uh, <laughs> the emo girls that I knew. <laughs> so funny. Because uh, I was way too seriously. The little MSN photos. Did you have MySpace as well? Yeah, MySpace. No, no, I didn't have, I had Bebo. Bebo, yep. And, and then everyone started going on Facebook. I was like, oh no, Facebook is rubbish. And then obviously Bebo died a death and I moved over to Facebook. No, but all my friends were on, at school were on MySpace, but I never, yeah, I never got into MySpace. Were you on MySpace? Oh, big time, yeah. 
Yeah. I remember Bebo was more like as I was getting like more towards sort of adult, like late teens, adult years. But yeah. I, rem- I remember it being the same with Facebook. It almost felt then it felt like LinkedIn, like it just felt like there wasn't anything to it. Like yeah, the really basic clunky profile. Whereas MySpace and uh, yeah, MySpace and Bebo, you could really express yourself. <laughs> Drawing on each other's walls and stuff. Yeah. Good Good times. So, what was the first gig that you went to? Or concert, (laughs) whatever you like to call it. Well, yeah, so I wasn't sure what counts as a gig. (laughs) Um, ABBA tributes with my parents. (laughs) Wow. I like the fact that there was a plural there as well. Oh, yeah, many times. And beat, bootleg Beatles. Yep. Classics. Um, but my first, like, big gig was Muse with Andrea. Sure. When I was about 16-ish, probably. 16, 17. I think Liv went to and Andrea's boyfriend at the time. And, like, obviously... Like, I had an appreciation for Muse, but, like, it wasn't really my thing. I remember feeling quite overwhelmed and losing Liv, like, immediately. <laughs> she was, like, lost for the whole thing. But, no, it was cool. It was, a, it was like, a real show. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah it, was, it was pretty awesome. And then, so it was, like, a trade-off. I went to Muse, and then... Andrea came to, and Sarah came to Shakira. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. And actually, they were both like, wow, this was actually a really good show. Yeah. She's, I know a lot of people take the mick out of Shakira, but she's quite a talented musician. Oh, yeah. She, like, plays every instrument under the sun, and obviously her hips don't lie. And Of course. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, so they were. But, yeah, Muse was probably my first big gig was that like show. Wembley or something yeah I'm pre- uh, yeah it was Wembley yeah and then ABBA was at the Fairfield Pools <laughs> yeah beautiful and bootleg Beatles I remember going with my parents and then seeing my primary school headmaster <laughs> <laughs> absolute embarrassment yeah I bet they're good though actually they're supposed to be like one of the best Beatles tributes I think yeah it was great I remember getting up and dancing and like my mum and dad always kind of did stuff like that with us as a family yeah like we all they didn't just go off and do it themselves it was nice and the ABBA tribute stuff ABBA what was that called the show they used to do it every year and quite a lot of sisters used to go for years after that as well and everyone would like get dressed up and stuff wow yeah classic Cool. So have you, have you been to many gigs or you're not like... No, really not. Um, so Muse, Shakira, and then I, I won tickets to uh, Summer Capital Ball. Summertime That's Ball. It. I remember that. Yeah. And I went to see Britney. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, because my friend won... Oh, and it was Andrew. Andrew won tickets as well. And they were like one day after the other, the Summertime Ball and Britney were on the same weekend. <laughs> And I seen Alicia Keys at the O2, which was very different to all the others. It was like pretty much just about her voice. Yeah, yeah. that was that was amazing too. 
And then, yeah, since then, I've not been to anything like that. Sean always saying it'd be nice to go and see someone together. Yeah, it's 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 almost it's almost harder when you don't go very often because it's like it'd be a really special occasion and I think if it wasn't very good it'd be a real shame. But um I always want to see a Rodrigo Gabriela. Yes. I'd really like to see them. Maybe we should do that if they uh if if gigs ever happen again, we should look out for the next time <laughs> over. I I don't please, think I've seen please. them. You haven't. I don't think so. Uh maybe I have. I feel like I might have seen them at a festival. I, I just I love that their music, like, and I just think hearing that live would be really that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, they're just insanely t- talented. They were in some like proper metal band before, apparently, and then they're just like, oh, we could do this <laughs> really? flamenco style. But yeah, it's all, the, all the percussive element of it as well is like so insane. There's quite a bit of a resurgence of that sort of style of playing. Like, is this? Kid, I think he's a Polish kid who was doing a lot of the sort of stuff where he's like tap, like hitting the guitar to play the drums while he's playing. And he does um, Careless Whispers by George Michael. It's really oh, insanely wow. good. He's playing like the, the rhythm and the vocal melody at the same time. It's insane. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah send me a link. Yeah, I will. It's... I just love that. When Sean and I went to Barcelona a few years ago and flamenco is not from Barcelona, but they had we went and saw a little show there that they had on and i just love it like yeah. i could just listen to it all day that style that spanish guitar oh just love it yeah it's a beautiful thing gypsy all kings time. all that kind of stuff. love it yeah. yeah it's fascinating how like uh people take an instrument in a completely different way i think mm-hmm. you can be quite general especially with guitar people are like oh you you know you play guitar you expect a certain style but it's a full spectrum available well, I wouldn't even know where to start with that sort of stuff. It's just like a whole other thing. <laughs> it's really, really good. Yeah, yeah I'd love to be able to play an instrument. I just one day in the new system. Yeah, that's it. I, I have regrets over my instrument of choice in high school. What was that? A clarinet. Brilliant. <laughs> and I got to like grade three or four, which is quite, you know, yeah, quite a way in. And now it's. It's awful. I can't remember any of it. You put one in my hand and I wouldn't know what to do with it. Like, yeah. Yeah, not very diverse. <laughs> no. Stranger on the Shore. It's like the only famous clarinet song. My dad was like, oh, if you can learn to play that, I'll give you 50 quid. And I did it. And then I was like, right, I'm done with it now. <laughs> yeah. See ya. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Right, and that, that's often what uh, stops kids from playing, I think, is if they're just not into what they're learning whether it's the style of music and obviously like an orchestral instrument like that is fairly limited really. Whereas at least with piano yeah. or guitar or um, drums or whatever you can... Playing as part of an orchestra like must be pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just on its own messing about in your bedroom like clarinet doesn't sound great. <laughs> get lots of complaints as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh... yeah I'm hoping... Uh, Gigs will start happening again at some point in the future. Mm. I can't I can't see it for a long time. And I certainly can't see like it it being feeling comfortable <laughs> with doing it either. It's like so yeah. much so many sweaty people <laughs> and so much and like you're saying singing is one of the worst things for for spreading it as well, because it's like so much spitting going on. 
because you know it's like that was one of the stipulations they can open religious gatherings by no more than 30 people and no singing oh i hadn't seen that that's interesting because yeah just too much too much projectile spit going yeah it just goes everywhere doesn't it Yeah, yeah pretty much so yeah i think it'll be a way off which is a shame but it's understandable one of those things so uh what film means a lot to you not necessarily because it's your favorite but maybe it's got a nice memory associated with it or maybe it's not a nice memory (laughs) (laughs) i found this so hard um my immediate reaction was the lion king (laughs) great film um just because it's like one of those films my whole life i've enjoyed it yeah yeah. like what age i am or whatever i think like a lot of people um but also when i was thinking about this more the other day like the most significant weirdly the film that came to mind was i don't know if you've seen hotel rwanda okay yeah i remember i it it definitely rings a bell but i don't know if i've seen where don cheadle kind of plays the lead based on the true story about this uh, I haven't seen it for years, but this hotelier who, it's like the Hutu, Hutus and the Tootsies. And um, he, hu- he, he hides them all in his hotel, basically. Right. It's, ba- it's all based on true events. And I don't know how old I was when I watched it, probably early teens. And I feel like that's the first serious, serious film I watched. And like, I felt like I grew up a little bit while watching the <laughs> film. <laughs> like yeah. It was really intense. Um, yeah, so intense. I don't know. I think it made me more aware of how awful the world is than I'd realised. Yeah, it just made me grow up a bit. And also since then, I don't know if like's the wrong word because you don't enjoy films like that. But I, my film of choice is often one that's based on a true story. Yep. I like to. I feel like then the emotions you feel from it are real. They're like not made up. I don't know. I just, yeah. So I like real stuff, which is why I'm not so into like sci-fi and that kind of thing so much. I would always probably prefer something based on true events. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Like, I, I, I can't even think of an example, but it's like that sudden turning point of like from like enjoyable films where you you know it's not true. And then you're like, oh, wow, this is like really doing something to me. And oh, well, it turns out to be a true story. That's pretty harrowing. I can't, I can't even think of an example. But I know what you mean. Yeah, it's like a real turning point. And then you get invested in the, um, in the, in the backstory. Yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of it's like artistic license with, but yeah, I don't know. That's, that's the one that was, is significant in that way to me. It's as a, I wonder what year that was. Uh, 2004. 2004. Okay, so I was, if if I watched it not long after it came out, I was like 15. Yeah. Like I wrote a lot of dark poetry after that. <laughs> 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 Amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that. But I know what you mean. Don Cheadle, though, also. What a, what a ledge. What a guy. Yeah. Lion King's, Lion King's also a nice answer. <laughs> yeah, they're, all, they're both quite different answers. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love the Lion King. It's a great film. That's one of those you appreciate more as you get older. Like, well, like a lot of Disney films, but like the humour and stuff that you 
you like as I every couple of years I watched it or whatever, it'd be like, oh, I get that joke now. <laughs> yeah, I should need to watch that. I, I guess it's probably on Disney Plus. I don't. I I would probably say I haven't seen that for twenty years. I would say probably easily. I don't. Yeah, I can't. Oh, mate, you've got to watch it. Don't have any memory of seeing it as an adult. So, you've got to watch it as an adult. Disney Plus. I will. What thing from your childhood do you miss? (laughs) Um, I don't know if this is a bit lame, but I I couldn't think of like a specific toy or thing. For me, it was playing in the garden with Jonathan. Nice. (laughs) Um. Even though, as I said, like, there's quite a big age gap. He's like seven and a half to eight years older than me. There was like a period where we just spent all our time together. <laughs> yeah. Um, from like cricket to rugby, wrestling. <laughs> I was like, he, I was a real boy when I was a kid. Like, apparently Sarah was really pleased when she found out that mum and dad were having a, or when I was born and I was a girl. Because she found Jonathan really irritating <laughs> but he like basically raised me to be a boy anyway <laughs> um even like getting home we like run get home from the Tuesday group like while it was still light I guess around this time of the year and like try and get a few cricket cricket runs in and stuff like we'd just be desperate to spend as much time in the garden just doing kid stuff and yeah I miss that time yeah, yeah. I just I miss kind of being a tomboy so much. I'm still like a bit of a tomboy, but just where you don't care about being a girl and do you know how you look and stuff. I just yeah, I was such a boy. <laughs> Constantly had grazed knees and like my hair was always a mess, and I kind of miss that. <laughs> yeah, good times, no cares. Yeah, yeah. I think it's quite a common thing to be honest. Like. Whatever you, whatever you're doing as a kid, playing, whether it's like playing outside. Yeah, it's just or... like a, a kid, I guess. Just that, yeah. yeah, that freedom, the specific thing. I found it hard to. I had this. Um, I actually recently gave it to Yasmin, and I still got a lot of joy playing with her. So that was the only toy I could really think of. Was Mum and Dad got me this Sky Dancer. Basically, it's what you'd put it. It was like this girl with, with wings a fairy I guess but she was called a sky dancer and you'd, you'd sit her in this thing and you'd pull it and she'd like oh yeah. yeah yeah and it's still a really good thing I gave it to Yasmin and I was playing for ages <laughs> <laughs> it's like I love this thing so and Polly Pockets yes Polly Pockets amazing yeah. you were dead into them yeah a lot of them I think we must have got a lot of them from the charity shop again yeah. found like a whole bag of them in, in mum and dad's loft I was like these are so great <laughs> Um, yeah, I think we used to like get them at, just buy them secondhand in charity shops, and also I used to inherit stuff from Polly and Lucy quite a lot. Okay, little bits like that, and little dolls, and yeah. What do you remember? What other crazes you're into? Was that like one of the only ones? Not really. Um, I was saying to the other about the mini skateboards. Oh yeah, top decks, classic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so rubbish. And yo-yos. Obviously. Yep. Yes, pro Yeah. Other than that, not I don't really I used to play on the Sega Drive with, with Mega Drive? Sega Drive. Yeah. Mega Drive. Mega Drive with Jonathan quite a lot. We used to play Sonic and Micro Machines. Oh, Spent a lot of time on micro yeah. machines. Yeah. 
Good times. In fact, we bought. I bought that recently on eBay to play on. To show we've got rid of the PlayStation now, but when we had the PlayStation, it's so clunky. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's brilliant. And um, what's it called? Crash Bandicoot. Yes. Yeah. I remember there was a there was a couple in my hall that lived in the same road as us. They probably were not a lot younger than my parents. Maybe. I don't know, it's hard to say, maybe five years younger? I don't know, maybe a little bit younger than that. Um, they had kids later, like they probably had their first kid when I was eight or nine or something. Um, and I remember they had a PlayStation 1 and had Crash Bandicoot and it was like the first time I'd ever played it. And I was like, I was like, literally, like, why have you got this? This is not okay. Like, you're adults, you shouldn't have this. <laughs> But like now, like, I don't know, he was probably my age, <laughs> if that. And it's like, yeah, he's fully fully allowed to have a games console in his 30s. That's absolutely fine. Yes. <laughs> what song reminds you of your parents? One for each, um, if you like? Yeah, it is one for each. My mum, it's probably anything Shania Twain. <laughs> really? Amazing. Same with my dad. My dad's um, Shania Twain. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just sort of remember her. She probably would say now, like, oh, it's not even something that she was that into. I don't know. But I always remember her having that. We had a CD player in the kitchen. And then I think that was one of the only albums she really had on the yeah. CD. And it was the Come On Over album. Yep. So all the, like, man, I feel like a woman. and <laughs> Yeah, the classic any any of those songs just kind of remind me of my mum cooking in the kitchen. Um, and... Or ABBA, of course, with the tribute. Uh, yeah, anything ABBA reminds me of my mum. And then my dad, it's anything from The Shadows. Okay. Um, so we'd always have The Shadows cassette in the car for, like, <laughs> holidays to Swanage or Cornwall or whatever, and we'd know, like, every beat. Yeah, you, know you know, like, what's coming next for the, for the next track, and, yeah, classic Shadows. And they knew what, I think, well, what's his name? Hank Marvin. Hank Marvin is a brother, was a brother, Par- yeah. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, but one of the, the, other, one of the other guys who used to play um, harmonica was actually yeah. quite good friends with my mum and dad and their friends, Brian and Ushi. Oh, cool. Um, and he did quite a lot with the shadow, so I think there was also that slight like connection to them in that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then anything Beatles kind of reminds me of the two of them. Yeah. More classic Beatles than hippie the era Beatles. Yeah. But, There's yeah. A lot of over there. That's like that's like my dad with all three three of those. <laughs> <laughs> really. Yeah. How yeah. old is your dad? He is. It'll be 60 next year. <gasps> He's so young. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, so they're not really the same No, like he, generation. He, yeah, I think he just liked stuff that was a bit older, like mm. a, a bit before his time, really, just because he kind of liked that, the kind of look as well, like the rocker look and that. Yeah. But I think he was kind of more into the old school stuff at the time. Mm. He, like, but he liked stuff that was sort of era, era uh, 
appropriate as well, like Pink Floyd and stuff like that. Like mm. people are listening to that. So yeah, yeah, it's a lot of crossover there. It's funny. Yeah, I started listening to um, Haim recently. Have you listened to them? Mm, I don't think so. You might recognize some of the stuff. It's like a girl band, but it, it like really reminds me of Shania Twain. <laughs> a lot of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Let's we'll check it out. I will. How do you spell it? H A I M. Haim. Okay. Don't know what yeah, it's like. Bit of a country vibe. They've also got some just straight up good pop as well. Oh yeah. Weird. They released uh, their album last week, I think, and there's this single on it, and it's got such a it's like a really basic pop song, but it's really catchy. And the video is so good. It's like they're just like because I think they recorded it during lockdown, so it's just the th- they're three sisters in a band. And they're just like, oh, doing I feel like a I really have seen slow them. music video, doing this like dance they've made up. And then by the end of it, they're just doing it like full speed. It's really funny. It just reminded me of the sort of thing Liv would do, like really like, <laughs> uh, improv, improv style. It's very funny. And they're wearing very high waisted trousers as well, which is another, another nod to Liv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good to check it out. It's called I Know Alone. I think that song. Gonna write it down. Yeah, it's a good album. I think the album has got a couple of swears on it, so I can't recommend the whole album. But okay, I'll bet yeah. that I, I know alone. I know alone. Okay. Yes, check it out. Check it out. Check it out now. So, what film have you and could you watch over and over again? So this is hard for me because I actually hate watching films twice. Really? Okay. Yeah, which drives Tashar mad because he could watch certain films like <laughs> over and, and I'm like, no, I've seen it. I've seen it now. <laughs> that's so funny. It's like I don't want to ruin it by watching it twice. Yeah. That's very really stupid because, but no, the Disney films, like, yeah, like that sort of thing. So Lion King, I could watch over and over again. And also Madagascar. Okay, cool. Which I find hilarious. Uh, yeah, otherwise, I just don't like watching the same film again. I do get it, especially like something like Hotel Rwanda. I can imagine like it had a significant yeah. moment. It was like emotional, memorable, uh, and you're like, you want to just leave it there. I think I, with comedy, mm. if it's a good comedy, I'll happily watch it loads because I think, and if it's really like clever comedy, you'll notice more stuff every time you watch it. Yeah, no, that's true. I suppose because I don't watch that many comedies. Yeah, yeah. There's not. I'm like, oh, I'll watch it. Like, but yeah, no, it's true. Even stuff like Friends that you just like, it's funny. However many times you see it. So yeah, comedy is probably a bit different, I guess. Which is probably why I find because I find Madagascar funny. I don't mind yeah, watching that. Yeah, exactly. Like the the, yeah. the uh, animation films are perfect for that. I think. Yeah. Except Toy Story because I just break your heart every time. <laughs> Pretty much. Have you seen? What about before? you? What film would you watch? Have I seen? No, I haven't. Is that on the Disney? Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, I have to. It's, pretty, it's not, I think it had been hyped too much. Like I was expecting, like strong emotion, uh, <laughs> and it was in parts, but it wasn't quite as intense as I expected. But um, what film? I think I I said before probably Back to the Future, and I'll probably stick with that. Or I don't watch it much, and we watched it again recently for for the first time in a while. It was Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, I, like, yeah, that's a f- we watched it a couple of weeks ago, and it was the first time I'd seen it 
for a long time actually and because of where we live now like our tv is quite close to where we're sitting like probably like six seven foot away we can have the sound on really loud because there's no one to disturb and just had it like cranked up for the bit when t-rex first escapes and it's like that was that was like almost cinema level <laughs> it was pretty cool but so i'd happily watch that at any point but i actually probably haven't seen it that many times mm. uh i think yeah either toy story one or back to the future is probably the thing i've seen the most just yeah. uh yeah just probably for the nostalgia aspect uh with back to the future because i just just remember being obsessed with it since <laughs> since i can remember basically yeah good film Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. Those kind of classics, I guess. But yeah, still, I'm not anything that, I don't know if that's class of sci-fi, but that kind of like thing, I just was never, as soon as Hotel Rwanda came, it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> you. It did. Can't enjoy a film anymore. I can only watch really depressing films now. <laughs> right. so would, you, would you seek out, well, yeah, you, have, you say you would seek out a serious film, like if, you, if it's a true story. You feel like you are yeah, yeah. Or like, I suppose it doesn't have to be true, but something, like, have you ever seen John Q? Mm, no, I don't think so. Denzel Washington. Classic Denzel. Yes. That's a good film. Like, it's, I'm pretty sure it's not based on true events. Um, but like that kind of film. So I think his son gets diagnosed with like a heart condition, but they're a poor family and they don't have the insurance to cover it. So he like takes... The hospital. He takes away the hostages in the hospital to like perform the surgery. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Not... <laughs> oh, yeah, not... Why so, do you like this kind of? Sounds intense. It Denzel's is, but it's there. but it's <laughs> anything with Denzel. To be yeah. fair, you say that, but what about? Oh, what's the name of the film? Uh, oh, what is is the film that he's in, uh, which is basically sci-fi? Oh. Uh, is really? It? What is this? I'm probably remembering it really badly. I find Deja Vu. The Book of Eli. Deja Vu. Oh, Deja Vu. Deja Vu. Uh, yeah, I didn't mind that. I did also <laughs> see The Book of Eli and that was awful. I think I saw it with you. Did you see it in the cinema? Yes. I, saw, I feel like that was like, was that before we you were married? We together. Yeah, yeah it was I feel like it was like one of those things where we probably should have left and we didn't. Exactly. And I think yeah. it was... I reckon Sean and I were quite early courting yeah. or, because he, it was like the first time he'd bought me a ticket okay. to the cinema and then we like hated the film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember oh, that. It was like, it's a really grimy, it's like Channel 5 film now, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's just horrible. Just, yeah. Awful. Bad times. Normally, you know, normally is a good, good film, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fell down on that one. He's a bad man. Maybe he didn't know. Maybe. He didn't read the script. He's going to play an innocent blind man. <laughs> Sorry for anyone that hasn't seen it. He's blind. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Save you a job. <laughs> yeah. So, finally, describe to me your favourite place. Ooh. It has to be Calcan. Um... Yeah, that was what immediately came to my head when I read that question. Um, I actually went there before Sarah <laughs> and Jonathan. So mum and dad took 
me there. It was like just the three of us when I was about 12, 11 or 12. And we loved it. And then the next year we all like went back as family. So I've been going there since for nearly 20 years. Yeah. I've lost count of how many times I've been there. But so like obviously you like it. So, you know, it's, okay. it's beautiful. But I, I think because a lot's happened there as well. Like um, Jonathan and Susie got engaged there. Yeah. Um, Sarah and Ali's wedding, obviously. Um, it was Isaac's like first proper, proper holiday. Just lots of holidays with different friends and family holidays. And I just love it. It's like kind of like almost a second home. Yeah. Um, but really, really beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's stunning. Just, yeah, good food and I love the people. But yeah, specific spot is probably on the, out by the lighthouse in the evenings. Yeah. Walk all the way down the harbour and then out to the lighthouse and then looking back at the town. I just like love hearing the hubbub of all the restaurants and the smells and the, yeah, I just, I love it. Calming. Good choice. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. I feel like it's quite significant for me in terms of saying oh, honeymoon as well. Yeah, it? my honeymoon, and it was also that like, my honeymoon was like my first like hot holiday destination as well. So it was like ne- never done that sort of holiday growing up, and I think it kind of because we've never done it, you know, you can kind of convince yourself, oh, you know, it's not for me, sort of thing. Like, yeah, felt like we would never get a chance to go, but it was like, wow, this is beautiful and yeah like people are, people are really nice there's no hassle like no one's hassling you to buy stuff or go into their restaurant or whatever mm. yeah oh and Tushan yeah. and I also told each other we liked each other there so that's why oh, oh wow <laughs> last but not least yeah, yeah. yeah. amazing but yeah it's significant and yeah like you say I think because so many people friends and stuff have been there it's just like everyone appreciates that it's quite a special place yeah. Good memories, even of Terry nearly drowning with Isaac. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Intense. Intense. Good times. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. It's probably a close, close contender for me, I think. Look forward to going again. What is your favourite place? Um... Well, like memory associated place, probably um, like at my grandparents' house. We used to spend a lot of time there. Um, Well, actually, no, not loads of time there, but we'd like when we often when we go, it'd be either for the whole day. This is my mum's parents, Mm. either for the whole day or like we'd stay there for the weekend if like my parents were going to a wedding or something. Yeah, and my 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 nanny in particular was like really invested in any any like games or like anything we had going on should be like really up for getting involved like we'd play like pretend shops and stuff like that oh. <laughs> or like firemen tend to be firemen or whatever and like she was a really good well, is a really good cook so there was a really nice food and she would spoil us like it's the only place we used to have real coke because <laughs> she like they could afford it so they'd have although it wouldn't be in the fridge they had a they had a coal bunker which was like they used it like a larder so it wasn't really cold, but it was cold. It was apparently dignified cold enough to put drinks in. <laughs> so you'd have like this kind of like just better than room temperature Coke. Um, yeah, and she'd do like cheese scones and a really, oh. good, really good Sunday roast. 
Yeah, so just a yeah, proper grandma. I love that. Oh yeah. If it's like um, more sort of holiday-ish memories, it's probably uh, just being on a beach, particularly mm-hmm. at night. There's something special about being at a beach at night. And the one that springs to mind is either the beach where I grew up at home or Croyd, which is where we're going camping. Oh, yeah. Like a really, uh, I've got a lot of dunes, like sand dunes. And just remember, I just remember like being there at night, making a little fire, having some music on, and just listening to the waves. It's great. Peaceful times. I like being by the sea. Yeah. It's so calming. Yeah. It's, uh, as Nathan Burgess will say, there ain't nothing you can't fix staring at some water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. It's just, yeah, it's beautiful. I like the sea. So I'm looking forward to going there. Yeah, that's kind of soon, is it? Yeah, two weeks. Nice. Two weeks Monday. So yeah, things are changing a little bit from tomorrow. can start doing some more things. What what's the first thing? Let's say like when 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 things go back to normal, if they ever do, what was what would be the first thing you'd like to do? Is it go to Calcan? Yeah, yeah. basically, because we were plat sort of plat- hoping to go Octoberish okay. this year, but I don't think that will happen now. Um, well, I'm sure it won't. So, and we didn't go last year. Um, we went to. Uh, Taryn and Gerlicky's wedding in Greece so that was kind of like a broad trip so so yeah the last time we went was with you guys which wasn't that long ago but it feels like a long time ago I know can't can't wait to be there we did manage to go last year and it still seems like a long time ago (laughs) yeah it's like a really it's a unique thing isn't it because it's like and then getting to share it like last year we got to share it with Craig and Maddie and it was like this is where we like this is where we love coming and there's nowhere else in the world that we keep going back to like it's the only (laughs) other place I've been back to is a couple of snowboarding resorts, been back to the same ones, and Tenerife, which I've been to twice. Like any other foreign destination, it's like, you think, well, I'll just try somewhere new next time. But it's like, okay, yeah. it's a done deal. You know you're, what you're getting. Yeah, that's it. You just choice. know, yeah, you know, yeah. And there's something really exciting about introducing people to it. To yeah. Like taking new people there is exciting. Because after I, after we left yours last week and we were talking about it, uh, Maddie, posted on instagram a, a picture from the boat trip and like uh-huh. this is like this time last year and i was like let's get back there straight away and she's like uh july <laughs> <laughs> like, we're literally talking to Heidi and sean about booking it for next year so hopefully we can hopefully They've opened up i haven't actually checked well not that we go this year but is it on the list of countries yeah yeah, there's a quite a quite a wide range on the list, but I guess it's just places that don't have a very high risk or don't have many mm-hmm. cases, but not deemed high risk. I don't think America's on there yet because they're basically imploding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But otherwise, in normal life, I don't know. I just miss hugging people. Yep. Even when we saw you guys the other day, it's so hard to like not just hug people. I miss yeah. that, you know, affection. <laughs> I'm very really sorry, people that are on their own, like, and yeah. don't get to have a hug. Like, it's awful. Yeah, it's hard. The bubble thing is nice. I mean, it doesn't necessarily make it a safe thing to do, but at least it's nice that you can do so and it'd be legal. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But 
Yeah, when it, when it's all allowed, I'm just going to take a week off work, <laughs> spend at least an hour with each person. <laughs> it's going to be emotional. It's going to be. That's a- it. I was saying to Simone. So it must be, get, yeah, well, in September or whenever it was, we did the coronation party. Was it November? I can't remember now. It was like, whenever we can do one of those, we'll just spend the whole time just hugging each other. <laughs> yeah, absolute tear fest. Yeah. 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 That would be the hard thing if we, you know, if and when we get back to going to the meetings as a congregation, like, it'll be pretty, pretty tough not being, like, just, because I reckon we'll go back and it will still be, like, no physical contact. Oh, yeah. A bit like it is with, um, you know, you can go in people's homes from tomorrow, but still got to keep a distance. It'll be like that or something. So, mm. Yeah. So unnatural. It is. There you go. One day. One day, lad. <laughs> Well, this has been fun. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for thanks for coming along. <laughs> it was very it was very spontaneous as well. <laughs> like, right now. Yeah. Right now. Uh, sure. <laughs> I call it my bluff. It's good. That's what I like. Don't build up too much. There you go. That was Heidi. It was a heap of fun. The jingle, as always, was Blippy Trance by Kevin MacLeod. Not that one. A different one. Take care. Bye-bye.